Blog Talk Radio. everyone, and how are you today? I am super excited today. We have Rain Pryor. She is an actress, a mother, um, a music artist, of, oh my God, a, a, a playwright, you name it, she does it. And yes, she is the daughter of Richard Pryor. But we're going to learn about Rain Pryor, because Rain Pryor has done so much, and she has much to share with us today about what I like to call, and she definitely dubs, Pryor Wisdom. But without further ado, we're going to bring on Mr. Jay Logan. Mr. Logan, how are you? I am fine. I am fine. Everything's going great out here. Um, we've been having Indian summer and also winter at the same time. <laughs> I understand. I totally understand, Jay. Jay, I'm super excited. We've got Ray and Whitney, uh, the marriage and music duo, I like to call it, who has backed up everyone from Ed Sheeran to they, they work with Alicia Keys. Then we got our girl, Rain Pryor, coming on today. She's going to share her wisdom, her marriage, her, you know, just, uh, excuse me, motherhood and everything. I'm so excited today. It's not even funny. I mean, to have this woman on is just amazing. And she's actually on right now. But before we bring her on, you're going to bring us up to date for two minutes with the latest news, aren't you? Yes, I will bring you up with a couple of stories. Well, Jay, we need you to talk a little louder so our audience can hear you because we can't quite hear you, my dear sir. Are you there? Well, it looks like Jay stepped off for just a quick second here, and I believe he's coming right back on. So um, we must have lost him. So, to, you know, as you've been hearing today, you know, yesterday was International Women's Day, and it was amazing. We were at the United Nations, and before I go on, Mr. Logan is back. Jay, or do we have you back? Yeah, I'm back. Okay, great. Well, Jay, you're bringing us the news for two minutes, and then we're going to bring on Miss Rain Pryor, okay? Thank you so much. I'm having a... Hello? Yeah, I'm having some technical problems on my end here. Okay. Um, my phone is jammed. Okay. So um, we'll have you work that out. Um, uh, uh, Mr. Logan, do you think you'll be able to call from another phone? Uh, let me see. Okay. Well, we have you live, Jay, and I'll go on with the news, okay? And we'll have you c- call back okay. in, in two minutes as Ms. Pryor is on a uh, call waiting for you. Thank you. 
Okay. So, everyone, yesterday we had Dana Denai Gura at the United Nations, along with Reese Witherspoon, sharing the programs that they're doing for Women's Day. And it was, I mean, absolutely amazing, you know, just absolutely amazing. And, um, you know, when, you're, when, you, when you see two women there, it, it was just a beautiful thing to see that and the executive director of UN Women. And, you know, while we are all women, one of the things we did agree is it's important that while we are working together as women to have our rights be equal, we don't forget that we don't alienate men or create men as enemies. We have to work together and create partnerships. And um, I'm really interested in talking to Rain Pryor about that today and finding out her thoughts of that and, and so on. While we're waiting for Jay, everyone, I'm going to just r- right away bring on Ms. Pryor as she has other engagements. So without further ado, we're going to bring on Rain Pryor. Rain, how are you? I am great. How are you? I am excited. You know that we have been wanting you on for so long, my dear. And to have you here, yes, where we're hearing you over the United (laughs) Nations airwaves. Women are hearing you from all over the world. You know, and the guys are hearing you too, not saying you know, know, Rain, we're going to get right into it because my co-host is having some technical difficulties right now. So we'll wait till he comes on. Yeah. Oh, it's been computer dropped in in the water, phone dropped in the water, had to replace that. It's just not fun. But we're going to get right into this. And Rain, what we'd like to ask, thank you. Well, is this okay if you just answer the question with um, the answers to that question, because then, you know, you'll yes. tell all the goodies if, uh, up front, and then we won't have anything to ask you at the end. So okay. um, we just actually don't give out all the goodies at the beginning, okay? Let the audience okay, squeal a little bit so they can figure out the rest. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, you know, Ray, you know, we're going to start with now. You know, most people like to start at the end, you know, yeah. uh, get to the now at the end. We want to start with the now, right now where you are, and then go to the beginning. Is that okay with you? Yes, it's fine. Okay. So, you know, Rain, you've been shouting out this, we have the hashtag prior wisdom, okay? Yes. And your prior wisdom has been rocking it. I mean, one day you said something, and I was like, oh, my God, the abundance in the moment, because you can think about things. What you're going through in that moment could be, you know, a business uh, breakdown or something, and you forget that there is abundance, you know, making requests. So, you know, yeah. one of the things I want to ask you about is you have a daughter, you perform, and you have your thoughts as a mother and what you do out there today. Can you tell us what you think is missing for people today in connecting with their passion and turning it into a career and staying, you know, just staying the whole journey of it. What do you think is missing? I think the piece that is missing today in order for people to stay on, um, stay within their passion and to stay on the journey is the putting their attention on the gratitude of what is present and now. Um, and because we have a culture that focuses mo- mainly on lack, what we don't have, um, and learning how to ask for what we desire and want with positivity and feeling 
going along with that rather than just saying, I want more money. A lot of times we say, I want more this, or I want my house to look like this, or my job to be like this. But in the asking of that, what we do is focus on the lack of it instead of putting intention and feeling on the fact that I'm go- I am having a great life. I am having the career that I want. I can see the career that I want coming to me. I can see the house that I want happening. Wow. You know, um, Rain, when I, when I think about it, um, you know, so you see that for yourself. Now, you grew up with a mother and a father who were in the industries, and you have actually – created your own career today, okay? Absolutely. With what, yes, you, with what you saw growing up and what you learned, okay, mm-hmm. how did that mm-hmm. help you with your own career now and taking care of your daughter? Well, you know, growing up, I didn't, you know, I grew up in, the, in, in an era where most people kind of looked at, whether whatever your idea of whatever your passion is, there was always that be careful of the struggle, be careful of, be careful of this. So there's a lot of talk of caution, which again equals lack. So a lot of caution and lack, be aware of, be careful, you know, all of it. And so for for me growing up, I, I can recognize in myself when I had early career success, how a lot of that for me didn't, um, manifest the way that I would have wanted it to because of my my always being too cautious, always being too careful, always looking behind my shoulder. And now when I approach things, I approach it with less of that. I, I approach it with more excitement and eagerness, um, aware that people are people and they behave the way they behave, but it's no longer the focal point for me, which is been great in terms of now to kind of cultivate this career that I have now. Wow. Well, I know, Jay, we brought Jay back on. Jay, please meet uh, Rain. Uh, Jay, I know you have a question. I know you have a lot of questions. (laughs) Hello. I'm coming in at the odd time. (laughs) It's great to meet you, but I'm having some technical difficulties on my phone, Gail, and it's really, really well, we can hear you like fine, stuff, actually, so Jay. The, the questions I have, I can't ask them because my phone is blank. I have a blank phone. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Well, you know, we'll, we'll just have to do it on the fly here. So I didn't, I didn't even hear the beginning of the conversation because I couldn't hear the, the predecessor. Okay. Well, you. just you can ask Rain here on the fly. I mean, it's, it's just been breakdowns, and, you know, with the storm here and everything, we totally understand. So, you know, whatever you might want to ask Rain, feel free. She's on the phone here. Okay, Okay, well, Rain, we'll continue to call. Rain, one of the other things I wanted to ask you is with with the work that you're doing, okay, um, Mm -hmm. what is most important to you? You've done plays. You've actually been in movies. What in in your work do you want to get through to people? What is it that you want people to know? In the work that you're doing now? In the work that I'm doing now, what I want to do and what I am doing, I, I believe, is to inspire and to put back in, you know, critical thought into uh, what 
um, television or film or stage um, is about in terms of the fact that I'm a writer. And, you know, it's that's kind of what I want my work to inspire and to open to open doors into maybe areas we've kind of glimpsed on but haven't really, you know, jumped into. And I'm, ex- okay. and I'm excited because that's actually what's happening right now. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's amazing. Well, you know, one of the, the biggest things that we, you know, when we look, you know, look at the work that you're doing, you are actually bridging new ground because you are a mother also. And yes. inside of being and inside of being a mother, you know, you are you are putting out work that you want your daughter to be a, to be proud of. Absolutely. What is your daughter? And to see herself yeah, exactly. in. Exactly. When your daughter sees your work, okay, what does she say yes. to you at the end? You know, like you've done fried chicken and lockers, you know, and things like that. What does your daughter say to you? Because I've seen you with your daughter. What does she say to yes. you? Yes. You know, my my daughter is, you know, her thing is, do you, mommy, do you ever get tired doing it, you know, <laughs> because she sees the output. She sees what goes into it. She sees the long hours of rehearsal. She sees the, you know, the process of I have to write and get this finished. Um, she then sees the performance of it. And I, you know, so that's what I'm gathering from her is that she's wondering how, how does it, you know, how does it all go? And she doesn't know any other way. Like she goes with me, you know, for when I was doing my show to where it is now in California um, for a year, you know, Lotus came with me um, to every single show. And um, you know, because that's how I am. I'm like, I take her with me. And I also didn't take things that didn't allow that as a possibility because that's important to me. I'm lucky and, and very grateful that I also have, you know, and I've worked hard at it to have this amazing supportive, you know, I have amazing supportive in two weeks, soon to be my husband, you know, that helps me oh, wow. balance out what, what I do and Lotus. And, you know, so I'm able to go and do what I need to do and come home, you know, and, and cook dinner and, and, you know, all that other good stuff. That happens. Wow. You know, but, so you, but, so but as a mother, a you're actually doing both. You're doing both. So you're cooking and on the road. So you're not, you're not, you don't like leave it to someone else to do. No, not at all. I don't believe in that. I mean, I, look, I have friends who have, who have that lifestyle because they're, you know, I have friends who who have the nannies and, you know, and do all that and their kids are awesome and they're awesome and they're present and available. And at the same time with that, they also, you know, they're cooking. They have the days that they cook and they clean and, you know, the caregivers aren't there because it's their, you know, that's, they set aside that time. You know, my lifestyle is I like and I thrive when I can be a good wife and I can be a good mom. And all that oh, wow. for me, that works for me. That makes me happy. That is, and it actually that's throws powerful. me off if it's not working that way. Wow. You know, that's really, I want you know, my husband to be I, happy. I want my daughter to be happy. <laughs> you know, this is very powerful coming from you, um, 
uh, and I want people to really hear this because, and I'm sure you know in today's stratosphere, hearing, you know, he- people hearing you say, I want my husband to be happy and I want my daughter to be happy, right? Take yes. it as, oh, she's just being old-fashioned. She, it's all about the man. And, it's a, and you know, I want you to explain that because I'm, I'm married. And I think that is right. very, very important, what you just said. And I want you to explain I, you to know, the audience how – go ahead, I'm sorry. No, 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 I was, I was going to answer you. I was going to say, you know, I, so there's two, there's two parts to this conversation. The first part is I grew, you know, from how I grew up, I grew up with parents that were divorced very early on in, in their relationship, didn't cultivate a soothing relationship um, between themselves for the sake of their children. You know, I decided I wanted to do something different. I have an amazing relationship with my daughter's father, although we're not together. It's an amazing relationship. And I have, you know, a man in my life because I wanted a man in my life who would welcome in the fact that I have a relationship with my ex-husband. I have this beautiful little girl that he's also going to help co-parent and that together we build build around the idea of family. So family had to be something that's important. My grandparents were married for 67 years, you know, and my grandmother wow. was the old-fashioned mom that stayed at home and, and didn't have to work. The times were different then. You know, women didn't have to work back then. And the world has changed where women are entrepreneurs now. We are, you know, we're CEOs of our own company as well as mothers and daughters and wives and I believe my energy for me gets fueled by being able to balance out motherhood and and being a good partner and being in charge of my work and I think it's empowering to be able to do that that it is possible and the, the sacrifice, and it, I don't think it's a sacrifice, is I don't go to places that that's not welcome. I don't want to be there. I don't want to be around the people who are like, don't bring your kids <laughs> to work. I, don't, I choose, I'm like, I'm not going to have that job then because my child and my husband are important to me, and I have to have time for them. They have to have time for me, and that's how it works for me. Wow. Well, you know, let's let's get let's get back to this, this part because this I think this is amazing. You know, you're, here it is. You're getting ready to get married. You have your daughter. Let's let's we're going to go yeah. all the way to the beginning. You watched your father, Richard Pryor. He's a comedian. Okay. You grew up around yeah. him. What made you decide to go? You know, and I know you get this question all the time, but I'm going to ask it in a different way. Knowing how this music industry is, knowing how the comedy industry. The movie industry is Hollywood is okay. Mm-hmm. Two things: How mm-hmm. have you managed to keep your life normal, and what made you go into this industry, knowing what it was like before you even got there? Well, you know, I think when I was younger, I was of the in of the industry, and I'll explain that in a second. And now I'm not of it, but I'm in it. So there's a big mm. difference. So when you're when you're of it, you're consumed by all it is. Like it's important to you, you know, who knows who you are, you know, and how much money you're spending because you're not spending it for you. You're spending it to impress Joe Schmo. 
And then there comes a point where you realize functional really doesn't matter. And what matters are the fundamentals. Am I happy? Am I healthy? Am I sane? Do I have my sanity? And for me, the reason I live in Baltimore, Maryland, is because I have a great life with a great family, and I can come to Los Angeles or New York or wherever it is I have to go for my work, and I can always come home, and that's home. I go, and that's my job. I love what I get to do, and I love the fact that I can leave it at the door as soon as I park the car, and I'm home. And nobody cares. Okay. Nobody cares that I'm Richard Pryor's daughter. <laughs> nobody cares that, you know, what's happening. What they care about is, is mom home and is my woman home. Oh, I love it. I, oh, God, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I, oh, you know, um, my, my partner is back on, but I've got one more question before he comes in. Okay. I want to know, what is it? You know, you have a lot of feelings about today, okay? Yeah. How we're living today, how we're connecting. And I'm gonna, I want to give yeah. you the space to speak your truth for everyone to hear. Because I think often uh-huh. we have these ready-made yeah. questions, okay? And, you know, right. we ask what people think they want to know and all that. I want to hear what um, Rain is interested in telling the world not as a soapbox, because right. you're not a soapbox person. You always speak no. from your soul. Yeah. I yes, want I you do. to share right now for like three minutes whatever it is you want to share that's on your mind with what, you know, you, you know, see worldwide going on. I want, we want to hear from you. Listen, I think, I think as, as a world in total, as a world in total, and especially here in the I can mainly speak to us here in the United States of my own experience. We are going through a great change. We are going through an unearthing of all the secrets and all the things that block us from knowing who we are. And it's a great time when we can learn and teach each other, like I, like we said at the beginning of the program, the power of of speaking my truth and claiming what I want to manifest for myself and living in that space because we cannot have change that we want to see until we cultivate our, our insides. You know, I am about to become a, um, uh, which is known in African spirituality, Ifa priestess. And, and that's a trajectory that I'm on. And, you know, again, it goes back to being truthful in myself, helping to empower the people around me to also better their lives as well. It doesn't mean giving out money. What it means is, you know, when I'm, when I'm feeling low, my partner picks me up. When he's feeling low, I try to pick him up. When my daughter's feeling low, I try to raise her up and vice versa. It's a give and take. And it's, understanding what people's boundaries are and what shapes them. I am not just Richard Pryor's daughter. He was my dad, but I am not Richard Pryor. I have my own identity. I stand on my own two feet. I work at what I have, and I'm grateful for it. And I'm grateful for the stuff that's coming. I'm grateful for the stuff that isn't right now. 
That's the difference. Yeah, and you see, and that, that's, that's the most they change. It, it is. And you know what, for me, you know, um, let, let me just bring Jay on in because I, I could sit here and talk with you all day. Um, so, Jay, I know you're back. Um, I just, ha- I, I just want to ask her this one last question. Um, you know, one of the one of the things um, that I that's important that a lot of people don't see, um, Rain. You know, I'm a I'm a coach. I'm an international business coach, and everything I do it at the UN and everywhere else. Not what I do for a living anymore. Oh, so incredible! As, as much, but what people don't understand is that you have to know what's going on in your soul. Because see, a lot of times where people don't have the capacity to work out within their lives. They bring into work, right. they bring into the job, they bully people. They don't take the time to say, why am I showing up that way? Why am I attracting right. what I'm attracting? Because, you know, right. we don't realize that when you're angry before you leave the house, if you have an argument with your husband or your wife or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your mother, your father, sister, or brother, then you get outside and you get into a car accident because of that anger. You have to deal right. and clear yourself before you go to any place. And then if you see things are consistently not going the right way, then take a look. Why am I showing right. up this way and why am I getting the results I'm getting? And I think this is what it's people fail to understand. You're speaking, and you're speaking to that. You're speaking to the fact that we have to take responsibility for ourselves, for our Absolutely. behaviors, for our reactions, for our actions. You know, I'm not always perfect at my the way that I react to things. I'm still working on it, you know, but how I know I'm working on it is when my daughter says to me, you know, I saw how you handled that situation differently, you know, and that's, that's what it, that's what we as humans, I hope most of us will do, but it takes a lot of people like myself, like you to talk about it. Because I think people are so caught up in everything outside of themselves that will fix it. And you have to recognize, and I think today I posted it, that you are the I am. Very much so. You know, I know that Jay wanted to ask you a question here, and he's just coming in. And, Jay, I've hogged up all the time because I would love I, I mean, there's so much I want to talk to, to Rain about. It's not even funny. But, uh, Jay, I know you have some questions. Yes, Rain. I apologize for my phone blacked out. It's still blacked out, but it's an honor to it have happens. you on the show. I got it. <laughs> so um, I just wanted to know, like, you know, growing up, you know, having a famous, being a, I call it a famous kid, having a dad as a famous uh, father, did that put a lot of pressure on you coming up? with your friends in in the mindset that you grew up with your friends in school, having that famous dad? I I think when I was younger, yes, I can agree that there was pressure to keep up, a pressure to show that, you know, like you're supposed to live a certain way and have certain things. I think there was a pressure um, for that. And then as obviously as I got older, you realize it's nobody's business and not to care mm. as much. And I, when I got there, it was such a freeing, liberating moment. <laughs> you know, that, you have to be an that I am. Or you... Sorry? Was it the pressure for you to have to follow his footsteps or being an actor or 
a great activist or a comedian or did you have to did everybody want you to because a lot of you know like it's Michael funny. Jackson's I never, kids. I never felt pressure to be to be my creative self. I was always given freedom to do that how I wanted to do that. I think where I felt pressure is that there's an expectation that I'm supposed to live financially a certain way. And I think what people don't understand is our parents didn't do that for us. We weren't given, you know, the multi-million dollar trust fund. We weren't like that wasn't our lives. We were to have jobs. We were to earn a living for ourselves. If we wanted it, we had to go out there and get it. Oh, wow. so you had to be regular. <laughs> I'm just messing. Oh, yeah. I like because it. dad was that way. You know, dad okay. didn't have celebrities wow. at the house. He might have lived in a big house. He might have had, yes. Did he have servants and housekeepers? Yes. We had all that. But we weren't allowed. Like, we had to learn, We had to make our own beds. We had to learn how to cook dinner. We had to learn wow. how to wash dishes and fold clothes and you know, he was like, oh, no, you earned this. I earned this. So, you, therefore, you're wow. going to earn this. You know, wow. like my daughter wow. says, money grows on trees. And, my, and you know, and, <laughs> and you know, her, 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 her soon-to-be, you know, stepdad and I were trying to teach her, like, you have to earn money. There's chores, and you get to earn money for the work that you do. <laughs> yeah, I love her. I love her more, Gail. I love her more. She's that, well, you know, I'm going to tell you, but you, but you know what I love about what you're saying, Rain? See, we're all coming up in a time when people try to say that we're old. You know what I mean? We're all old. If you're older, if you're over 28, you're old, okay? You know, and Rain, I really want your opinion on this because ageism, all generations, I, I think that today's young people, and when I say young, 21, 18, I think they're self-entitled. They believe that they can do right. what you're doing because we in society tell them they can. You know, I had the opportunity, right. Rain, to meet Cicely Tyson yesterday at the UN. And I love what she came wonderful? out and said. Oh, I love her. She came out and said, we're both December babies too, so, you know, we're going to tell it like it is. And right. she came out and said right there on the podium, Rain, she said the problem with young people today is they're not parented. No, And she not. said that. Right, and she said they come out, it's almost like they come out at, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And she said not to take away from them because they're the ones who are going to move the future. But there is something that, right. you know, I'm seeing that a lot of young people think they can do what, let's say, Rain can do. Oh, I come out of college, I don't have to go through the experience. I can just go do a fried chicken and lockers. I can just go do this and do that. Oh, I could just, right. if I had a, a kid now, I could do what Rain is doing. You know what I mean? And I want you to speak on that because I'm sure you meet, you know, young and old. And I'm not saying young people should be placed here and old people there. I think we learn from each other. Right. And it it seems like we're being divided. You know. No, no, please go ahead. I'm sorry. You know, no, everyone is on, you look, everyone is on the information highway. We have it at our fingertips. There's no interactions with one another because we can even text each other while sitting in the same room. And so everything is about we get it right here, right now, when we want it. There's, it's instant gratification as opposed to what we grew up with, which was delayed gratification, you know. Um, and, and so, yeah, there is this sense of, 
we can have it now. And I think people misconstrue um, what, like, people misconstrue my idea of what I call law of attraction and manifesting desire and not having to do the work to make those things happen for ourselves. I'm 48 years old. I am more useful today than I have ever been, you know, other than my body. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) You can't beat that part. But it's like I, I don't look 48. I don't act 48 years old. And it's because, you know, I have this, I have this sense of, I do, I have a sense of life. I have a sense of purpose. You know, um, I watch, you know, I watch my daughter growing up in this age where everyone's on their cell phones and, you know, they can pretend to be somebody else behind a computer and she's just almost 10 and they're doing that. And, and they think, you know, the money grows on trees that you get everything, you know, by just pressing the button from, from whatever app it is you know, and it arrives at your door. Like they have no concept of people, of cultivating these relationships, this work ethic, and it's, it is our job. It's our job as a society. It takes a village, you know, and when you have parents nowadays where both parents are working and they aren't, and kids aren't being as supervised as they used to be, it is difficult, and yes, it falls to the community and it falls to our education system that we have to kind of pick up that slack. And if we want to survive, we should. It doesn't mean financially because we should teach people how to do that for themselves. Wow. You know, I love hearing this. You know, Jay and I, you know, we're loving this because here you are, you know, and it's not about us calling you out, Rain, as, oh, the daughter of Richard Pryor. You, you definitely stand on your own, like you said. But hearing this from someone who is, mm-hmm. you know, grown up around Hollywood and, you know, grown up around yeah. the industry, you know, similarly to, like we have, this is a pleasure coming from that way of hearing that, you know what I mean? And, right. and dealing with that. You know, and I know Jay has one last question because we have the other guests. I just want to thank okay, you for please. rolling with us here with all the, you thank know, you the breakdowns we've had. I appreciate it. Oh, we love you, honey. Please. It's Yay. just been amazing. So, um, Jay, you. I know you have one last question, and we have to get to Ray and Whitney. Yeah, I just want to ask, like, what would you leave for kids that that have famous parents? What advice mm-hmm. could you give them? Um to help them, you know, proceed in their lives because they can be, you know, feel good about themselves because that's a lot of pressure for me. You know, I have a famous parent. You know, it is. I just want to know, what what could you do? Listen, I'm going to give you an example. You know, um, recently my baby brother, he does stand-up comedy, went on, you know, did the showtime at the Apollo. It didn't go well for him. And here's what I said to him. Find your own voice. Stand on your own two feet. You have it. And you need to be told that over and over again, that it is not for us to become our parents. We are to become better than our parents as human beings, not in talent, not in this, but as human beings. And so the best thing I can impart to anybody who is famous, anybody who even has a successful parent in that way, is for them to find who they are and follow that path. Hmm. And they'll be all right. Now that's good. They'll be all right. 
Thank you so much, you guys, for having me. We we really 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 appreciate you. I wanted I had more questions for you, so I hope that you you'll come back. <laughs> yes, sir. I would love to come back. <laughs> that that would be a, be a pleasure. Um, and um, I mean, you're wonderful. Um, um, you have and been so, wonderful. So, 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 and I. Well, one thing I want to ask you, Rain, can you tell people where they can find you? You know, if you, you can find me, um, the best way to figure out what I'm doing right now is um, Facebook at Ring Prior Prior Productions. Um, Twitter, okay, great. Instagram, those are the best ways because I'm still, you know, working on my website at ringprior.com. I'm so easy to find. It's ridiculous. So um, okay. I hope to, <laughs> you know, people to follow me, and I look forward to bringing me some excellent news in the near future. Well, you've been amazing, Thanks. and thank you for your time, Likewise. and um, and have a great day. Thank you. You too. Good hugs. Bye-bye. Bye.